find the finest curated distillation of progressive rock and roll on uh, this very planet. It is 8 o'clock. Thank you very much. I gotta go. That is just the bits to remind you to get your figure and figuring together and to and gathered with the dosh to provide for yourself and our environment to displace its paper tie in exchange for your misuse of plastic for the furthering exchange of ideas, and that is the book, A Wizard's Pocket, now unavailable on a slightly alien point of non-existence until you chose and purchase a one or many of, and ignorance is not in fact bliss and only bliss as created will be discovered, and so to further these and ideas, carry on with carrying this book, on your shelves and in, in fact your pocket and pocket books even, a book inside a book, so proceed in any eventfulness, this is AquaQ of AquaQlabs.com with San Francisco's Pisces of Peachy and Lovely Loverly C3W. Deep into the light, bright webbings of patterned feet is this podcast brought to you on the Anchor.fm platform from the labs of AquaQ. Anchor.fm is available for iOS and Android, brings a free and clear interface for your podcast creator genius with royalty free music and sound effects that make you sound from the radiophonic workshop with segments for you to advertise yourself in the cash money you so deserve. Available everywhere, podcasts are free. Just do the queue. Iconic ionic neutronic bionic tonic drips light to earth as electro light wave formulas formed for the reuse and purpose leisure to formulate or bisect trisexualize in the mind's eye and not a mattering of smatter oig but just in form wished up lands of free or huddled masses of tissue dyes light and shadowy formulas from me to another and another to another stuck on you again eh? Freedom was her middle name, Miranda thought for herself. The mysteries of her brevities in light circular motions, motioned her antagonistic character assignment to the left corner of the middle of space bar collegiate ruled and number punch notebook number 12. She grabbed it up and tried to read into it, but it was blank, ha, jokes on her, she thought to herself. Oh, ha, there you are again. Not yet, was the silence returned. It was an odd bunny who kept asking a silly question in the middle of an unwritten notebook. Yes and that was rewritten as well. Perhaps it was white out, or sticky tape or a typewriter with a dropped letter L or P or O, etc., in the middle grounded wire. So what am I supposed to do? She wrote into the middle of the notebook, as a dog waggled past and barfed near her shoes. Oh. It's that kind of day, is it? She put the notebook into her purse which fit just perfectly as drawn into a parallelogram and changing colors to velvet red. Roped, as in that bar where we're not allowed back, or so we'd imagined and never returned. Good, bounced the mafia player of the night, who probably was armed, at least with a pair of fives, but enjoyed the dreamery of an inner pocket, inner circle, circular room and motion to pan a bar with fresh dramatized evenings. Well that was some over-dreamery, again. 
SHH, you're not supposed to ruin it. Was the woman standing next to him? Password please. Yes that did keep popping up. Miranda was flipping through the notebook now randomly and discovering that the world did not make so much sense turned this way around, as she turned her notebook around. Maybe this way. Flip flip flip. Flipping. Oh. Turned and turned on. She quietly blushed and closed the notebook. Maybe earlier, she thought, and by thought I meant said out loud into headspace she used to use to think to herself, and now thinks for anybody in a 25-foot pole vault space above the head stop pressed stop bar minded raised a glass ever or rarely touch anything at all sort of colors watch mind bender bits. Yeah that's the spot, she scratched her ear and looked down where the dog was still barfing. Ooh that's medical. She woofed to herself. The dog stopped and growled a satisfactorily oh I overate again kind of oh those shoes look nice and oh shiny thing in the pink sky today grinny glow. I guess this is my dog. She looked across to find another owner, will you take him? Nods were just around the corner where nobody was actually or totally but actually talking with her through straws in their coffee. Or empty cups they probably were. Does anybody drink anymore? Miranda fantasized that sets were set up all the time, and glasses of faux champagne were flown in from actual champagne, where they stopped making the stuff but copyrighted the color. Yeah the whole town was in on it. Had some sort of flag party, or something? Bought an airline, and quietly took over the world for 35 seconds every three and a half weeks? The better part of summer, and a chocolate dipped winter, or so was the idea on buses between drug stops and an organized pop-up whatever they felt like, probably something with signs like a political rally, with a protest, and a granola factory outing, with embedded city shut down due to lack of permits, etc., all in a woozy perfect dream sequence by the owing party of whoever they thought you were, eh, Miranda? Oh yes, hello Q. I thought that was you. You've been in your head a lot lately, as usual but in the unusual places making usual again. Your symmetry was mere bit of flicker that time Q said, as her left eye lit up her crinkle section flickered again. You should mention it, it happens twice, indeed and thrice, as they glanced at each other again. The two were standings juxtaposed by a vase, like in the picture, shadow and light, you know? Yes I do. Is there anything but dialogue on your mind right now? No, I think. Flowers for the vase and a puppy for my friend here. And well that's on a notebook is blue and three-fourths the size now. I guess it'll wait. What aren't you doing here again, you? Quotients were a kind of divide they would notice from time to time, etc. After a bit, it became kind of like a two by four, wouldn't, you know? Yes. It was odd, in between as well. Parrots are wonkers that trodden donkeys in the street sign on the floor, no. The carrier pigeon. Okay the metal grating. Not grating, well anyway, it's just there she pointed to the manhole cover. See? Yes it's not as complicated when you point it she pointed away. Her finger was a little out of control, and she pointed back at herself for effect. Oh, That's me, or is it her finger jiggled off and hid under a couch in the middle of the grassy park area, where her notebook sat down for itself and began to write. Oh this is better. Materialization is the cornerstone of modern matter, that which is neither and either and never both, or always sometimes, 
as the maths go, divided or not, AQ. The couch was a velvet sweetity blayoui notebook matching godsend, as leggings were getting extremely lengthy at moments between toes, etc. Which one went to the market? The socialist no doubt, oh that was out of turn. Her foot turned, on, and she began to write. And by the time, by the time, try the time, I the rhyme, I sauce, oh. Scratch 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 maybe an airplane. Or like. 100. Po zero F that was the better part of handful of pages, with 100 micro airplanes folded and tossed around the couch ground, and her matters crossed her legs, and began to wonder if her legs were then cross. Trained in these matters, was her second smaller notebook, and she dug through her now crystal clear energy see-through purse, but only found a slice of gum. Fun? She popped it in her mouth, sideways. Like a harmonica. And it made a sound and she bit chomp when stomp butter butter cry baby won the fiddle and loompa had nothing on this gum, float the numbers. The bubble dared not to burst, and by the time she was floating up she forgot how much gum turned her on, and pulled out a pin from her pocket and burst the bubble like a pop shop stop, and pink went. Everywhere she wrote neatly with a salt packet on a small patch of grass about an one-eighth of a mile from the barf. Now where's Pooch? Oh he's found girl Pooch. Good for him. I hope he gets supper. See you later Pooch. Woof, was the response, from the group, as it was, it was the usual altogetherness which kept them together. Ryan Ryan. Oh people had begun to find the airplanes. And the couch. It'll get ratty soon. When the rats find out and she packed up a bit. There was a mirror, a piece of string, and several more croutons in the notebook. Now what flavor is this? A bit of cheese fell out of her purse and onto the ground. A rat rolled through the small airport and looked quickly and puffed the cheese into a pouch on the left and sunk into the grass. Now the grass, brave little rat, didn't think he'd come out for that. Rats eyes are glassy filmed as in noir in the nocturnal concrete world, and where did they create? The life of a rat seemed to be unfolding from another section of town, and a rough party that was. Tuft hair. And blotted veins in tiny legs, and a tail. Well. Call it a tail. It was actually like a piece of carpet, dripping around corners, and idly being non-mildly wild, and pointed was its non-point to further the ideological notion which was that trash is food. Yeah I'll keep the one, it thought to itself. A little onomatopoeia was all it needed, for itself this mid-afternoon. What was I doing on the grass, anyway? Looking at the girl's feet, oh yes. Toes. Yes I remember. And then the cheese dropped out of thin-lipped sky, indeed. That always happens when I need cheese. God must love rats. At any rate, no less than five on a dime quarter stopped, backed, turned, and kicked back, handled, and delivered to an end zone for cheese. The best kind of trash, like that novel that she was writing. Oh man. So much as a rat to think, it must be the cheese, again. Password. Yes, rats have passwords, Dumas it thought up as it expected not to receive any more cheese, and none happened. Yep. Works every time. The rat smiled and sauntered off into that great thing she spotted about near ten minutes ago. That was our connection. Yes, plonk, and it was gone down under. Odd. Even so. So what's next? I mean. 
between facts and leisure, there's not ought to do or time for fondling, you know? I mean where does that lead pipe lead to? Under a siege of something from the sink again, drip the drop of pipe cranky it was too. Well, leave that, oddly ground up as it was, it was used to the chattering. Must be Van Der Waal again, she tapped her pen onto the sink and imagined it speaking down the street to that rat, that had left in not search of more cheese, for another time, etc. The message was queued up. Perhaps the next tap of the pipe, as in turned on or unsettled settlement or place of just argument, would release the watery foul message, or whatever that rat got up to. Hopefully not this pipe. The water fountain was just over there. Its timbre was too in an awe to brief messages of joy, nor sorrow, borrowed, sparrow, fly by tri tie tread bread head gross photo. Backwards messages, or so she turned around to think through it. No. That's not backwards, it's just a stream. Ooh the fish again. Stupid drought. This isn't a fab, or was it? She reached into her purse, and now pulled out. Well it was a stop sign. Where'd that come from? Over there slightly, as cars came crashing into each other. A whoops, she stuffed it back into her purse and the street stains vanished. Careful next time, officer. Wear your seat belt and don't use that leaf foot so much. It talks you know. To rats. Yes, I know ma'am came the reply. You were in the hospital no I'm not. I'm right here. And here. And here. She tore through pages in her notebook, pointing madly. Yes and turn here the officer in white pointed at his head and grinned. Wait that's not right, right? It's a draw. Yes. Oh alright. If you must must I? Yes musty oh and muck fluff. We liked the stop sign in the cleanup, nice one with the furry dye so yes, I forgot she hurried a sketch in the book and looked down expecting cheese. Damn. That never works. Dash dash. So it's about this time, where Mrs. Dash is supposed to come in and tell you how much flavor she has for you, but in reality, well, it is quite good in small packets, designed not to be eaten by hospital staff, never served and searched only by madmen and women who wanted a souvenir, to eat on imaginary tomatoes, and gooey eggs, etc. Plonk. That's your bit, eh? Twelve and a half cents? Where'd you get that? Indian quarter? She looked puzzled. Yeah it takes two, eh Tango? Strange footlings are under a wet stop muckery again, she took her finger out of her ear. Just radio again, chatter. Character asses were on the line again, or more like in a wave, or on a wave. Or waving, the jaron kind, no that was a repeat. Ding. Dong. Chocolate came to mind, but only as an endorphic rushed pice matter the wish rhyme with wand, and wonder, ponder, alliterized. Okay full stop, that goes back there. Her purse flashed open and everybody stopped. That's cheddar, she smiled, and the pipe winked. It's time to head north, star, on point, for points, or so she thought, 11 by 7, 77, and that's my line, anyway, it's punch up, and pub sub for the proceeds of a McMuffin, that was a Midwest bit of cow on grass, no rats, no cheese, yet, though partnered on the outside, on a bun, for 59 cents in the 70s, weird combo meal with a metal toy that was eco-friendly, and ran on sentences from snotty kids' hands. Funny them crib wasn't available, 
but the apple pie was. Not like the movie, unless you're into that sort of thing, which I am, not, though it made for a sequel, seeked, sequenced, and thus is this. A sequence sequenced just a bit more, and less and like the raven, black but shiny specular and hair just invented for a digital version of the silver screen, emollient and sprockets till we dance Dolby, A. By right is a market in the upper west downward spiral note stock flash card, flashed a woman in the aisle, enjoy this for later. And her top was off, as she walked out into the middle of the street. Just for today, that's what the book said. F-L-L-L-T-L-L-L-T, it replied. Dash. Aquacu brings forth the tryst next and always for the fly right by writings of fifths of dim sentience and other imular o's in these letters, to be strung like cat gun on a violo or hovered above in song about a word that hasn't yet been written, as in Ilmo, and sometimes why? And so here you are again. And we are too. And it's a funny world. When you give time to laugh, or believe that others do. Which of course, is the course. Coursed in vain, like a griddle of sea salt that should probably stay safe in the ocean, or keeps the surface tension just for the rest of the clear water, revival. Yes, look that up the sky blue once and more again, and so forth, until we reach that pie in the middle. Offset, with some craft. Oh yes, the non-repeating digits. You're welcome. Peace and love from sentience sentences in and around and about the love and willing friends of Pond Jeweler Gumruck San Francisco Su 2020. Hindsight. Chattering deep into the light bright webbings of patterned feet is. This podcast, brought to you on the Anchor.fm platform from the labs of AquaQ, Anchor.fm is available. For iOS and Android, brings a free and clear interface for your podcast creator genius with royalty-free music and sound effects. That make you sound from the Radiophonic Workshop, with segments for you to advertise yourself in the cash money you so deserve. Available everywhere podcasts are free. Just do the queue. Bodies of electrons move through space, as do bodies of water, and bodies through water, or clay. Panoramic, ingest, sky electrics and earth groundwater, pure, but where does the city begin? Trapped up globules of sweat and tears, and sometimes a smattering of gluconic, antibiotic, tronic tonic juice, Rex 8 or what sidled tires wide in the middle of the street just. It's what is allowed to flow, bowed up and sailing in the radio wind tunnels, mirrored on skyscrapers, passed through glass, gassed, and stead-footed cold plank as astral matter passes through a seam, seemingly into your pocket and down a trouser drain, just to watch a pizza being ordered for a faraway king. So this is, perhaps a city like no other, how could it be, and be just that, at this time, and why and how else could it be in another time, except for yesterday and the of course, course, course it up tomorrow, borrowed with a feather featured on a homing pigeon that lost its way, so many like that, these days, with a note, and no tray for dinner. Spec. But you may wonder, about stories from east to west, around tunnels, and blocked out traffic stops, a woman wonders to give your heart away for the good of somebody, herself, perhaps she hopes, to get to the west end. So many of these, past passwords through thin veils of imagined signs and lights and recurring Don Onwood signs, for some reason. They were cheap to make. 
So here we are, on demand, cable, for the watcher and the listener, and modifier, and the poppins, Mr. Umbrella and carriage return not with a pumpkin sauce in a glass slipper, again. It was a funny evening. So walk we did, whose was that? A set of eyes for the evening, and simulateness tryouts, dreams that are neither for or from the recorder, player, seller, better, for worse in fact. So strange that all the body parts came together in that packaged dreamery, some skill there, with further recording for actions to carry on. It was a funny day. So for example take tab A and slot B and a box and a circle and mush them together with a happy meal for 69 cents and you'll get the picture, in stereoscope, with a neither again, sent packaged up like cheese, rubber stamped and taped or was it string, or was it a ball and cotter, not a jotter fodder way? Perhaps. And so the hills are eye lines, and the feet escalators with stairs and dips and follows. Who agreed to yesterday, and did it work again today? Likening that to a whatever did that really happen kind of moment, one could believe anything for one moment for an entire escape, escaped, like the upper left key that we jab and hammer at like a first and last option. And so upright, we find the safest craze of all, the funnest power draw, the elements together for some such or another, as in a game of Final Jeopardy, when you know damned well it'll be on again tomorrow, with the same guests, betting the same money for a word score, or however that's well played, I didn't spend the time to take the notices. Down. So we are lucky in fact, to have played a mighty play, and not finished it, as even Doom can play on a pregnancy test these days, funny compute that baby. To be absolute and serious, in such phastasmical ordering, that people just open up walls and let electrics run up and down their bodies, just to warble a bit, until the locks turn, of course, simplex has nothing but a 45-minute waiting barrel-aged oak stop. So play the numbers, wow who would even bet the lottery in this city, it's oddly even enough to pull several dollars out the coat pocket, and trot it across a glass table, to reflect on the poor choices which bring you to spend thrift into a city program that neither does good for schools for kids you despise or don't know in any account. But the sign lights up nice across the bay view and light brights are kind of a thing for anybody traveling well, sorts. So yes, I miss outside like a I miss inside now, and before and later, and after, again too, and of course it daint end, it only just pauses, if even that, like a remote, controlled, now who left the batteries at the store again, you might say? Word plays aisles of pews in churches, or so I would imagine, like a book followed along with a finger, or was it a nose, or an eyeglass? Well I have to digress there, the wood pulpits are a little too narrow for this wild eye. They seem to dress nice. Which I appreciate. I would love to touch on faith, but the jokes still linger and I can't seem to get past past pastor tenses, even and oddly an odding of Nottingham Nair, again that word, did place not, except that priest house where the children gathered to talk about it, over a glass of not wine, again. That was a funny day, not too. So the mystics are likely at it again, just to question your questioning just to be, imagined, and to imagine you doing what they want, 
it's all in good figures and speech, spoken softly at an angle so you just might get it, before you pass it by, or not, if you use your stupid voice. Trapped up in a mirror on the floor was she, so sorry for your avatar, I couldn't help but draw. Hope you got out, else best not dream of a water droplet disturbing your endeavor to see around a corner, just, fluid as it may be, relieved, as I remember. Much much more to relax and share and just be around, which is nice, which is kind of now too, although be it not of idealist realistic happiness, which we evidently didn't want anyway, funny, I thought we did, but I think we want it again, fluid and electrics. And Grease, like the play or made-for-TV movie, where the odd duck get the girl is as so many of those types of films. Receipt for the reciprocal is not required, to ride, nor is height, unless that's where you're looking, they might be giants would be a good view up and so it will be, after a brevity in pause. Dot dot well that turned a sour apple patch off right ways. Oh well. So anyway, and that is justly brief to choose just any way, but even to follow, unless you'd like, but symmetry is kind, in kind, and of the, etc. you know. How. That. Goes. So Adlibs are your chosen adventure, open to page 23, for your golden age, radio, ratio, egg drop pot soup chicken and hen and the road less traveled, for a timer which soft boils, toils. Brings gizzards ready or was that meatloaf, again, oh the horrors. Is it Saturday already? The brief on Halloween will likely be. Well. Um. Oh. Um. Well it'll be a cup of tea balanced on a salt shaker, which in turn, is burrowed inside of a hat tucked under a mother's arm, or perhaps her man, or one in the same, from left side right up, it's a makeup world. Candied waiting rooms flicker the sky to look for it, and lose a sack of sweets once more, down a hatch, eat, or was that soap again, nailed it, the gobbled streets or, well, we'll just wait and see. 42 lines and so much said already, it's this time where we hit the pub, sub, send, spread, spectrum, drummed up and rolled in a machine meant for the latter kind kind of, on a tray of coca-cola no less, stashed and with a box of chocolates and champagne, in excess some time ago. It's this time. That we say hello again, and chill up. It's the notes between X and Y, I think it's Zantative from Odex, or was it just a knock on wood, Blong. Cat hair on end for that one, not a meow in this latter stage of the state of the orchestral hands, but tune in the bass, and go catch a fish. Good night. Rye bread has fennel and that's alright too. The proceeding was a matter of fact gesturing of oozy ozular looks spotted old and howled at the moon which is evidently still shining, if only to steal thunder from kittens from the nodder side of the world, hello again, and try reading that right side down, peace. Higher levels are a and okay so long as you've got the current seeds of change. But to dip out of a lick a stick powder and expect your brain to work in moments towards the undoing of a what's being done with your chemical makeup, smackered on like a whore who likes sound of lifesavers gummed up alongside the bow of a shipyard belly full of rum, not.
light conversation, where they point and jab into those literal bits of ones and zeros for a simple walk on down the hall and a hammock to capture your buttocks. Should you continue with that candy filling, set a dentist on nitrous or was it Marvin the Martian, or just Steve with a uke, as a side gig. Then and now are very much the same, loped up as sticky tape if they've got their eye on you, and you can be looking completely, and else, and where, and never find them looking back to and in award for your chocolates to spreel the dwarfins and outs of a long haul of the aldehol type. The wafer thing body, sheds not for wet playfulness for the longer term, as innate, as incontractable like an umbrella on a rainy day which was yesterday, followed up a field of dreamery that being and dry may be fine like the city of Champagne when they've shipped all the stuff away, yes that would be a dry town and a drugged up planet with only one savior of a hole in the wall, or was that its glory, hum, for a nickel back, its redemption, valued at pi. So now, once again, as before and mentioned with an O and a wow which is perhaps a fancy no turned upside down, we bring the floor slightly back, so that we may walk slightly and forward, which is to say the tram will be ready and crew are now decking the halls with vapor. This is AquaQ Live and Studio 3 Mobility is just at today's start of Radio 11. 2021 and the January 9th. When Aria drives to town, she always turns on AquaQ from her bright mind in stereo. The Anchor.fm Labs blasts matter into the grey warbly bits of space and turns them bright orange and blue, and yes it's completely free to listen, but you know what you can choose to do, is support Aria and Q and Miranda, in the name of freedom too, and subscribe, as in take a bit of dosh each month, and put it aside for the crew to meet your sensory sensibilities, right here, right now. Starting at 99 cents a month, AquaQ brings you an episodes every very often for the leisure of pleasure, and smattering of non-confusion, or just the opposite, depending on his mood. So do subscribe, and now back to regularly scheduled programming. Ground flooring meets in up skyline blistered wah pedal to the foot metal, want a trip for three to the city. Minds disconnected, out of the loop at 2x the distance. Sample it, Bazaig static with signal. Turn up the wah warm, modsticulate it, communize it, be we at it, we three play, the oa what's, central. The mental pause is when you're speaking, and moreover when it is being understood. Meet your chemical. This is your brain, get on it. Find your light, know your dark. Be focused without staring, air in your casting call uptown downtown no frown. Stream the consciousness on high def with us with the bigger GBs, flying with enough honey, honey, to make it, make it back to the beat, drop baby. Pause and you will find, the room, your vibration is everything. Choice is what keeps it warbled. That's it, settle it without settling. The keystrokes stroke it, then sign the signal, in cursive without cursing, express like quick and with characters, text, typed on these screens for your jeans to wear, to share and bear, care, like the cartoon you can technicolor in at any time, warble. Flow like the square wave rounded at the edges, visions on an oscilloscope to the meter, battered like French toast, to a toast, at a party, thrown up but not forgotten. When the open wider said the sound. To write in a stream is to walk like a fish. 
fish or put, put peak poker data into the empty space of new glorious universe, for us to enjoy, the vacuum lifted, shifted over, that newness that will never go away, is here to stay with the bite side fire chatter that is the hive mind. Mind that tether, whether it and wear it well, done. This welcome message provided through the love of the consciousness of the near around spacings of the underlings of our minds, the Aqua QC3W in now and for reals etc. San Francisco. Breakfast elevates the hearts for the action and fervor of feeding a desire for a twistry of taste by tongue through the thoughtful traveling of our gut feel, weighed in by sequences of tally smacked up juicular pokery to match the eyes to the stomach, by surroundings of those in good company. It's true, that a hearty breakfast is indeed just, and that is the distraction needed for the exchange of phalanchku muckery on the keys to let you in on the notes while simultaneously blocking out the 3D channels of talk radio, which, while surely needed at all times, these days, is a luxury to ignore for some simple damages, like this breadth of a poet, I am bit on wicked up cherries and fervorments of elemental espresso. It was and is this particular morning when Q planned to re-up his game of living in this The Greatest Trials of Living Cities, a San Francisco of a daily choosing, call it a town, or the villain by villages, but not ought to bother the bots which operate the interior spacings of the underutilized internet. Ring. It was a kind of morning where the ringing started right away and the answering came much later, to the tune of the late openers of the offices meant to discuss options on which and the oaths and the weighing of means in a kind and gentle way. Oh to be social. Ducks indeed were in alignment, as comes sat idle but primed and with that knowledge, Q proceeded to lean a bit into the day by compartment department, imparted and stored like a straggle of shoes which perhaps needed a bit more sockery and the like. Waiting is a game played by those who wish to align their day through means and wills towards the beginning of any of those interactions which bear fruit, and so, the practice today is the disentangled bits of loop tape which have not yet been written, but were and are to be practiced anew for benefits of repetitious by non-repeating digits by and five digits of the fidgety kindness which lands us into our next setting. Sip. Q sipped a bit into the air and noticed his adjustment. Sirens, not in a priming state, but observed nonetheless, and coupled with the semi-complimentary ticky and tackiness of the tic-tac buildings going up in a down ground around the U-bend for answers from six hours ago. Left, center right, and all was in general order to prod into yesterday with a hook to just gently pull a string of yarn over a furry spot of brain and hope the fluff clears. Oh no! That's a horrible idea said that bit of brain, and snapped the yarn back into a ball and rolled it across the floor for the non-existent cat to paddle it for a bit. Oh it did enjoy that, perfect globe of a yarn not ever seen nor willed to again, and it clawed gently and bit it with its white teeth, from white fur as a kitten, for how else would a non-existent cat be not seen? Brief inventory on hearts of proceeding, as gently as the kitten, where it carpet graded A levels with a preponderance of well, a necessity of wellness of 85 percentage points towards the naught, 
and sewing and farthings few but far from a singularity which is on the top shelving of deliciousness to be divided by a summarization of a chance for a bit of gamey woo shyness which is where expectation provides our Frenston free energy. How can one return not, when it's keyed up just right on a board of punchiness, to align our famed character cue upper left and as strong as the oxen of Moranuk jest, we sift gently for the flour which was meant for a girl but instead baked into a tossed up pizza with extra everything for the numbness of a friend yet to be discovered. Cue ring Miranda, straight up the telephone pole, or from molasses of rule 20, which affected his voice slightly as Warbly Copper hit its trough through to the water table, and chair balanced for perhaps a later afternoon of the odd kindred to visit and jinker in a meditative relativistic zeroing out of RAM plus failed bits which, while unrecoverable, were kind enough to leave their artifacts of X or and not. A further look at the situation brings the body forwards and forwards yet the clock is our demonic reminder to set itself back four paces, which is to say make it so, as in pacemaker. The Artificial Electrics Hello Q. Miranda finally picked up the phone after 23 rings. She had also been enjoying the warble, at a 90-volt addition from her own table, and a glass of water which was only meant for Jurassic Park moments. You on the letter, Q? She punched her query into the teletext on the lower thirds of her copper eyeball. The moat you send was a little runny, have you been eating eggs again, or is that his style? She grinned. Style, yes, as a comb filter at 60 may take the buzzing out, or it may level a playing field of bass which was meant to sign on to a techno dewdrop, although I hear they're taking theirs to 88 as per the triad and a soldering iron with flux core resin. I had an idea for a hat. Oh at that gravity and time came up again, for the dream and more where planets chattered for the benefit of their own clocking orbits in streams not only seen but swam for and about and in a not so millionth of a subsecond to excite the next electron with those bits of signal carried about their mating writ and written for a gentle honor of self too as to be known in the patterns which produce our re non-repeat, again and noggin. Yes, the air is fair and still here as well. It looks as if the discussion has suspensed the gaseous shifteries and we appear here and there, though fractal on a corner shopside stop, slightly unknown by signal, and if only. Well we could do with a bit of clearance. Was I the first person you called? Here, let me punch in a gesture just and slight, and. There's the digit. She flashed the hook, punched in nine, left it, and flashed back. Okay we have nine on a wire. Which means that bit is open from there to there, she motioned the point between the CO's switch towards its next grounded electrics. It must be getting antsy. Why don't you punch up the rest? She flashed them together. Q clackered in with a rolling set of tones towards the hillside, where flicks often slid around the faux wood flooring and flipped through news on her Kindle, the paper wire reporting type which was intended as fact. Oh hello you two. It's time is it? Come on up at your leisure, the couch is always a conservation, and the fridge is working perfectly, for its intended purpose of heat exchange for the small collection of Genevaites you've sent me. What that them? They drew all over the frosting. I think I may have gotten them a bit drunk, you wouldn't believe the poetry. I hope you're not cross, Q. 
Well, that explains this left foot, it seems to want to recite Grimm's fairy tales backwards without a cover, in hardback, but I'm staving it off for a smaller pocketbook and perhaps a lesson in traversing a toroid of a lifesaver candy, and wean it back to paper, which is tougher than a soul whose sole purpose is to line a shoe in towards our destiny of evasions. Or speak and spell would be a very boring game. But. Miranda butted in, but we'll see the couch. And it will see us, she joked. It will take 35 minutes of travel, but lightly as it were, we'll precede the notebooks and you can just toss them around to look casual and all and well in the ness of necessity, which is to say, we have some extra scrabble for our city today. Peachy, Flex drolled in her usual tonal sparked voice, and the tryst trust will carry on until the moon flips folds, or otherwise indicates a title aloha in a manner liking to said doors towards the front and the rear of our, or, offices. It's lit. You? Eh? Said Q. Sure, Miranda piped down. Did you know you and Toy are very similar in language? I wonder if that how kids feel about themselves when they start using smartphones. Oh behave. Was the pop rock culture clubby bit meant to cue the music, and it did, Miranda rose THS receiver up a few notches on her panel and plugged a quarter eighth into the vinyl cage, as she called it, flipped on a lighted LED single pole dual throw and scratched behind her ear as she hoped the scratchy record would find the diamond head, and, it did. D.E. light. Leaving this on the level. Punching out. All. They all punched on hold and hung their receivers in place. See you on the inside they all grinned and turned and began to package up their days for a bit more of difference, from within and about haptics. Dot. And yet again, Radio 11 brings you our eggs and counters of parts, partings, Partying weighing in light and means for travel from the lab's remote and unbearing FCC from a van named Charlie of the angular angel kind of ruckus which is meant to keep a school of fish from overflowing a tank, which has had a special damn engineering for it to do the crossover radio announcements, this is Aqua Q and a singularity of a Friday in toast motion, brown and hooey, with a BBC but for the kit set drum party ch panned left to right and jiggle just a bit like a potted plant piece plus love from lovely San Francisco. Sunshine at LC3W Chattering deep into the light bright webbings of patterned feet is This podcast, brought to you on the Anchor.fm platform from the labs of AquaQ, Anchor.fm is available For iOS and Android, brings a free and clear interface for Your podcast creator genius, with royalty-free music and sound effects That make you sound from the Radiophonic Workshop, with Segments for you to advertise yourself in the cash money you so Deserve Available everywhere podcasts are free Just do The queue. Tonight it's just a simple excerpt from World Without Mind The Existential Threat of Big Tech By Franklin Four, Where we pluck out the bits about the whole earth catalogue counterculture of Apple And sentiments about the inklings of why systems and networks were are, and will be important in every aspect of human engineering Peace and love from AquaCube, San Francisco We are as gods and might as well get good at it. So far, remotely done power and glory, as via government, big business, formal education, church, has succeeded to 
the point where gross defects obscure actual gains. In response to this dilemma, ND to these gains a realm of intimate, personal power is developing, power of the individual to conduct his own education, find his own inspiration, shape his own environment, and share his adventure with whoever is interested. Tools that AT, his process are sought and promoted by the whole Earth catalog. Brand's manifesto distilled the thinking of the commune movement and then advance. D it in crucial ways. Technology, he argued, had created the ills of the world. Oh, NLY technology could solve them. Tools, liberated from the hands of the monopolists. TS and militarists could empower individuals to become more self-sufficient and more self-expressive. Power tools to the people, you could say. If some of these sentiments sound familiar, it is because they have echoed in dozens of Apple.com. Herschel's over the years. In a way, this was a theory of radical individualism and self-reliance, a forerun. Er of Silicon Valley libertarianism. But Brandt had studied the works of such thin. Kurz as Buckminster Fuller, Norbert Wiener, and Marshall McLuhan. All of his intellectual heroes wrote about the importance of looking at systems and networks. Th. This was where the notion of the whole earth came in. Brandt wanted his readers to t. Think ecologically, to see how everything relates to everything else, to understand. D. The place in the web of life. As the back cover of the catalog phrased it, W. We can't put it together. It is together. The whole earth catalog is a foundational text of Silicon Valley, which helps Akko. And for the culture of the place, despite the venture capitalists and the Teslas, Silicon Valley. What to write, human. The origins of man and woman. Oh wait, that story has been told. Howdy folks, welcome home and welcome to another episode of Always Free Radio. This is Finch bringing you the radio show and podcast that's available every Tuesday, 4 to 6 p.m. San Francisco time, that's Pacific time in the United States. Uh, You can listen to it live at mutinyradio.fm. Also, you can listen to this episode and all past episodes after they've been archived by searching wherever you get your podcasts for the word always free a-l-l-w-a-y-s-f-r-e-e all one word and you can listen to something like 60 back episodes over the last year and a half this radio show and podcast is by for and about people that love rainbow gatherings and attending them and participating in them Like everything else in Rainbow, we are a free and non-commercial project, and you are welcome to contribute anything that you would like to this show. We are always soliciting writings, editorials, songs, or you can even just call into the station and have a conversation with us on air or off air to be recorded and published later. Uh, If you're interested in contributing to the show, you can contact me at Facebook under my name, Adam Finch Buxbaum spelled B-U-X-B-A-U-M. Or you can contact our co-host, Rachel Pinson, R-A-C-H-E-L space P-I-N-S-O-N, and just let us know what you'd like to contribute, and we can make sure that your piece of creativity or rainbow opinion uh, gets put on air for all dozen or so of our listeners. This week we will be bringing you more Sounds of the Rainbow uh, from the Pennsylvania Prism Gathering that just happened at the beginning of July. Uh, These come from the archive of field recordings that Tenali has recorded. Uh, He also has a website where you can listen to his field recordings for the last couple of decades dating back to about the year 2000, as well as a link to download all 10-something gigabytes of his archive. Uh, You can visit Tenali's website and all of his field recordings at Sounds from the Rainbow 
rainbow.org. And if you would like to check out his podcast, which also has lots of Rainbow Field recordings as well as other soundscapes and cool pieces of creativity, you can search for Muddy Boots wherever you get your podcasts. We will also be bringing you one, uh, one article about the rainbow gathering that happened last month in Spain, in La Rioja. Uh, we fairly extensively covered this in the prior weeks, but this article was just republished on August 1st or 2nd, and bears airing as well, because we didn't get to it the first time around. So enjoy the field recordings, enjoy the article, enjoy your evening, and we love you.
So uh, I I heard an inter interesting conversation in New York the other day. Uh, the first person was like, uh, <clears throat> uh, uh, I lost my khakis. And the second person was like, uh, you're wearing your khakis. And the, uh, <clears throat> no, no, I, my khakis. And uh, um, uh, I'm walking here. And, and, and then the first person's like, oh, what about the prophecy? And and the the and, and then uh, uh, oh the prophecy it has been foretold uh, a, a many millennia ago that today maybe tomorrow or next week uh, on a on a clear sky day the clouds will come together and and the great white tiny mouse will squeak squeak and it will be good. <laughs> uh, there's uh, there's four phrase boy. Um, the first phrase is uh, uh, I'm hitchhiking. Um, the second phrase is uh, my friend died. Uh, the third one is do you have a dollar? <laughs> and uh, the and the fourth one is space bag. <laughs> Sorry. Um, uh, there's um, there's plenty of uh, cool ways to to protest. Um, uh, or well, okay, no, wait, that's later in this joke, whatever. Uh, <laughs> um, I, I I I even forgot how I started the jo joke, but <clears throat> uh, if if I uh, if you. Or if someone, I've heard of someone uh, going into someone's house with like uh, a, a poison ivy, and uh, they they literally put it. I, I forget how it led up to this, but like they put it all in each of their clothes, their shirt and and, and their pants, and each pair. And so whenever they went. Whenever they got poison ivy, they they you know they were like, oh, I'm I'm getting poison ivy all over me. I need to go see the doctor, and they would get treated. But then they they would come home, and they would they would put on a new clothes, right? That's that's horrible. That they would get more poison ivy. I forgot how I was gonna follow that up, but uh, <laughs> but uh, 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 another a, a couple other crazy things you could do is um uh, uh you can go into a a, a wall a world or a major grocery chain or something. Uh, with a backpack full of uh, cement mix into the bathroom, and you can just start fl flushing uh, powdered concrete, and it will just ruin the entire system. It'll just solidify in the entire yeah, system. Emphasis. <laughs> and. Um, or, or you can have a backpack with like a big magnet in it, and you can walk by all the TVs and electronics, <laughs> and that'll just that'll mess with that. But 
and uh, and uh, um, and, and but it's it, it it's really important to uh, I really forget how I was supposed to lead up to telling you to treat to treat each other better. I I, I had a lead up to that, but. <laughs> it's a story about Minnie the Moocha. She was a low down hoochie She was the roughest, toughest gal. But Minnie had a heart as big as a well. here tonight for a show that I hope will be quite out of sight and quite out of mind because that's where we'll find some important things we may have left behind. Please look around, you'll see quite clearly all the parts of life that we hold so dearly. But it's not just what you see that you get, there's a lot going on that we don't know about yet. Why don't you take for example, the scene around me. People in a circle, it seems to remind me of a story often told, yet seldom heard. A story of someone who tried to say a word, 
But no one was listening, so no one could hear. The word just floated off into the air, flew up and up, landed on a cloud. There it waited, waited, never called out loud. Now that word's still waiting right there today for someone to listen, for somebody to say, let me hear that word. Though I may not believe it, but I'm gonna give it a chance to perceive it. So we never found out if the word was true. Is it true for me? Could it be true for you? If it's true for one, must it be true for all? I guess we'll find out when spirit calls. But back to the scene, which you may recognize. A group of different people all leading our lives. We're not birds of a feather but we flock together. We all need a tarp to keep out the weather. We share working chores cause we're mostly poor. We can't hire a maid or butler to open the doors, but we put our dough together. So when we make bread, everybody in the house gets equally fed. We call it a rainbow for lack of better name. Anyone can join, we're all treated the same. Cause the house is equal opportunity. No matter age, sex, color, gender, sexuality. I'll say one last thing before we get out. The things we can never know about. So before you judge what's in front of you, just remember that there's more than one point of view. Now it's finally time that we're gonna get started. I'll remind you all, stay open-hearted and keep an open mind. That's where we'll find some important things we may have left behind. My name is Hallie. And I'm gonna tell you a story about a butterfly collector named Chang. Whoa. Who lived far ago and long away from now and here. North Dakota, huh? <laughs> In the area where Chang lived, it was vibrant and green and full of animals and sunshine and rain. And the butterflies flourished. And it was a very in thing to give butterflies as presents. And there was something for everyone. Even the simplest, smallest butterfly could be caught and pinned to paper or pressed between a thin layer of glass. And even the poorest young man could give the gift of a butterfly to his sweetheart. <coughs> But there was such variety, there was such diversity in all life, but especially the butterflies. And there were these enormous, super crazy, colorful, complicated, intricate designed butterflies that the wealthiest families would purchase. And they'd keep for generations on their walls with pride for everyone to admire. And Chang was one of the best butterfly collectors not just because he was skilled, but most of all, because he loved to do it. <clears throat> when he was running through the meadows, chasing after these prancing magical creatures fluttering on the breeze, he was filled with such a joy, he couldn't believe that this was his daily work. And he would run after the butterflies. He got so much out of the chase, out of seeing them, out of watching them, land on flowers and drink of the nectar. He loved what he did. And at the end of every work day, he would go home to his family. <clears throat> he would go into the shop 
He'd pin his butterflies for, for the, from the day, and then he'd go have dinner with his family and lay himself down to sleep. And as rich and colorful and exciting <clears throat> as his days were, his nights were dark, empty, dreamless sleep. And from time to time, he'd be with his friends and they would be talking about their dreams. You wouldn't believe what I dreamed last night. And Chang would always nod and wonder. He had never dreamt. He had never remembered a dream. What is it like to dream? So one day, Chang is running through a place called Happiest Meadow, the most magnificent of all places. And he's the only human, but he's surrounded by all sorts of species of all sorts of creatures. And he's chasing this butterfly and chasing that butterfly. And it's a good day. He's catching lots of wonderful butterflies. And he's taking a rest at one moment. And all of a sudden, the most incredible, magnificent butterfly, not only that he's ever seen in his life, but that he ever even imagined existed landed on a blade of grass in front of him. This butterfly was all the colors of the rainbow, but mostly like this purple and gold filtered in with all the other colors. And it was in this pattern of two eyes. And so it looked like every time the butterfly opened and closed its wings, it was like it was blinking at him. And it was enormous. And it took his breath away. He couldn't believe it. And he sat there, watching it for a moment. And then he got himself together and remembered, I'm a butterfly collector, and this is the prize of my entire lifelong career. So slowly, he reached back to get his most, his finest net, and slowly pulled it out. And the butterfly just sat there winking and blinking at him on the blade of grass. He pulled the net out and shoop! What do you think? Of course he missed. The butterfly took off and Shang took off after him and they ran across the meadow. And Shang knew this, of course, I couldn't catch the most magnificent queen of butterflies that easily. And he loved it. It was the most joyful chase ever. The sun was shining and the birds were chirping and all sorts of Species were scurrying everywhere. It was a magical day as he went chasing after this queen of butterflies through the meadow. The first joyful, exciting hour turned into a second, a little more exhausting hour. And four hours later, Chang was wiped. He had been chasing after this butterfly. He was sweaty, he was tired, and he was obsessed. He had to have this butterfly. He could think of nothing else. This is the prize of the career. I'm gonna, I'll, I'll sell it to the king himself. This is the most amazing butterfly. And he's like losing touch with himself. He's so hell bent on catching this butterfly. And so he's chasing it here and chasing it there. And all of a sudden he's running blindly. He doesn't even see where he's going. And he's all of a sudden buried up to his ankles and his calves and his knees in mud. And he watches the butterfly fly gently on the breeze across the pond and land on a lotus flower in the middle. 
And Chang stands there sinking in the mud and decides what is his life worth without this butterfly. And so he plunges into the pond, swimming with one arm and holding his net up in the other and makes his way across the pond. And he's, he's like, he's lost it. He's lost his, his joyful sense of what he is about here. And he, he has to have this butterfly. And so as he gets closer, he, he's like, he's, he's all, he's losing his breath and he's, he's crazy with the pursuit and with the hunt. And as he gets closer, he calms himself down and reaches up and whoom! And of course, again, he misses and the butterfly takes off and flies away. And Chang sinks down and is covered in lotus flower roots and he's got a snail on his head and his net is getting ripped and Ugh, he's got water and grass up his nose and finally drags himself out of the pond and up on shore. And there's a fish in his pocket and a frog on his shoulder and he's all tangled in weeds and grasses and he's all muddy and just... Ugh. Ugh. And he delivers the fish back to the water and the frog back to the mud. And he turns and there's the butterfly up in a branch, winking and blinking at him. And he takes off his soaking wet robe and lays it out in the sun and collapses on the ground. Oh, butterfly, you elude me. Don't you understand? I could have saved you from the fate of being eaten by a bird or just dying and rotting in the, in the field. I could have preserved you forever. You could have hung on the walls of the emperor's palace. <sighs> and slowly the sun dappling through the leaves and the breeze and the exhaustion and Chang's eyes become heavy watching those gorgeous, enormous wings wink and blink at him. And he falls asleep. Who knows how long he sleeps into the dark, dreamless depths. And then he has that feeling of waking and he sees the light and he goes to stretch as is his custom upon waking as most of us do, but he's stuck. He can't, he can't move. He's stuck and it's, he's trying to open his eyes, but it's, it's dark with like a crack of light and he's, what's, I'm trapped, am I, am I asleep? And he takes a deep breath and pushes and the crack of light gets a little bit bigger. And he takes another deep breath and stretches and the crack of light gets a little bit bigger. And then he takes another deep breath and, and he breaks free and he can feel, he can feel his movement. But something's weird. Something doesn't feel right. And he goes to turn, and then he sees this gorgeous gold, huge gold leaf behind him. And he can't, what tree grows this kind of leaf? And he goes to look over his other shoulder, and there's one over his other shoulder too, but every time he goes to turn, he can't quite see it. And he goes to wipe his brow, but it's not his hand. It's like a, a thread. Something is very not right. And he looks over and there's a huge 
huge white flower over him. And he looks down and he's high up off the ground and he starts to freak out and he loses his balance and his tapples and he's falling through the air and he shivers in fear and suddenly he's suspended in air for a moment. <gasps> and then he stops and starts plunging again and he's in his fear, he shivers again and he's in midair for a second. And then he starts plunging again and this time he knows what he's doing and he with all of his might and all of his being, he shivers and he's flying. He's a butterfly. And he takes off across the meadow and watches his brethren butterflies landing on the flowers and drinking of the nectar. And he flies and rides the breeze and tries it himself and lands on a flower petal and watches his, his friends. And he does the same. He crawls down into the center of the flower and the smell is so incredible and he drinks of the nectar and he crawls back out drunk with joy and then takes off and dances with the breeze under the sunlight, over the flowers, with the butterflies and the dragonflies and the birds flying everywhere. And he lives the long and instant life of a butterfly. Let's give a quick, we, we love you for the, for the sister that's being taken out. Dina. Yeah. Dina. Dina, thank you. Dina. One more time. One, two, three. We lifetime of a butterfly. I mean, let's all just imagine it for a moment, what it's like to be an incredibly joyful, purely ecstatic butterfly floating on the breeze, dancing with your sister and brother butterflies in the happiest meadow. He's lost complete connection with his life as a human. He is a butterfly. And as he's taking one joyful turn and another, all of a sudden, <gasps> He feels these, these threads and nets and he's caught. And a huge voice says, for the king. And a huge hand reaches down and grabs him and thumps him into a box. And he sees his last glimpse of happiest meadow and sunshine as the lid to the box is closed. And darkness descends upon him again into his dark, dreamless sleep for an instant for an eternity until he wakes and he dares not move. Am I a human or a butterfly? <laughs> and finally he stretches his human form and runs down to the pond just to be sure and sees his human reflection in the pond and looks up and there's that queen of butterflies winking and blinking at him. And he falls to his knees and says, Oh, master, I shall become a maker of pots. 
And for the rest of his life, he loves the butterflies, he appreciates the, but appreciates the butterflies, he runs through the meadows with them, but he never catches another one. But he paints the most exquisite pictures of butterflies <laughs> on his most incredible pottery collection, which he sells to the poorest and the wealthiest of his land. Was he a man who dreamt he was a butterfly? <clears throat> or a butterfly who dreamt he was a man? Whoever knows the answer to this question does indeed dwell in happiest meadow. Thank you. Uh, I'm real excited. I've got like three public service announcements. I hope I can remember what they are. Uh, first one, the shitters. Okay. Does, uh, the sh does everyone know where the shitters are? Yeah. yeah well, some people may, some will not. But uh, let's see where we are now. I'm a little disoriented, but uh, which, someone point to Space Camp from here. There, there's the Lovin' Ovens, right? Space Camp's right over there. Space Camp's right over there? Okay, yeah. cool. So you just go down the trail towards Main Meadow. And on your left, there's a path, and then you go to the shitter. We actually could use some signs that will uh, say the following. What you do is you, you, uh, you know, actually, it's, some people say you should wash your hands before you go to the shitter because you're going to touch the toilet paper and whatnot. But you basically uh, squat, shit, you cover it with the, the lime. We actually have lime up there. What that does, that actually breaks it down. I could explain the science if you want to later. But uh, we need to put the lime in there so it breaks down because it's not in the top six inches of the uh, organic layer. Then you uh, sprinkle the uh, over your shit and the toilet paper. And if some family didn't hear about that and they just like shat in there, you sprinkle lime over theirs too. Or, you know, there's a limited yeah. amount of lime. And so then you... Uh, uh, then you wash your hands, and then if there's a lime, toilet paper, or a hand wash missing, you go like wherever you need to go, like this kitchen or that kitchen, to get what you need to have the, uh, to restock the shitter. This only works because we're all volunteering to do this, and we all need help to do this. So please help, and uh, help us do this. So that's the shitters. Uh, make sure you do shit in the shitters, uh, because otherwise it's not very sanitary. We want to break the shit fly food connection. That's why we cover it with lime to not only help break it down, but to keep the flies off of it. And if you see flies on there, give it an extra dose of lime oh, yes. and maybe help just, just oh, refill yes. the lime anyway. We got bags of it yes. uh, at Main Supply. El Mundo Chronicle. What time is the orgy? Overbooking of onlookers, paparazzi, and hikers willing to catch chub when the free sex and without masks of the rainbow family installed in Mancia de la Sierra transcended. We uncover the latest neo-hippie scam on Mother Nature. 300 euro slippers, laptops, trip to the cafeteria, and more war than love under the Quechua monopoly. By Ricardo F. Colmenero. Originally published June 14th, 2021, republished August 3rd, 2021. Not that we were animals in a zoo, complains Iris, pointing to a paparazzi on a hill on the other side of the Portillo River. Iris does not like the media, or multinationals, or waxing, or underwear. Here, she yells at the photographer, lifting her skirt, then asks me if I'm staying the night and offers me her jacket. The Civil Guard arrived first, three times, one with riot gear, another with the helicopter, then came the foreign agents, and then those of social affairs of the government of La Rioja to see if there were malnourished children or witnessing sexual scenes, or if the children ate while witnessing sexual scenes. 
The shepherds of the seven villages, Telecinco, photographers from international agencies, curious hikers, and hikers who came to see if they caught chub also passed there. Had the Rainbow Family meeting lasted one more week, a Mercedona would have opened in Mancia de la Sierra. As apparently no one is in charge here because the hierarchy is horizontal, Carls, a Catalan computer scientist dressed as a gnome and who claims to have left everything to build wooden things, stands upright. We have had a lot of problems because of what the press published about orgies. For example, I ask, lots of peepers and a dirty old man who was bothering the girls. And how did you throw it away? We're on that. The closest thing to civilization and to mobile coverage is Venta de Goyo, a 22-room hostel served by Juan Carr, and a cafeteria next to two gas pumps overlooking the river that his cousin serves. And why do you write about the nudists and not about what they want to take away, the doctor, from us, the cousin complains. From there, to get to the rainbow, you have to drive four kilometers by road and then another six along a dirt track that surrounds the Mancia Reservoir. When you start to see cars, mostly vans with license plates from France, Germany, the United Kingdom, or the Czech Republic, you have to continue on foot. A couple hours guided by a riverbed and arrows made with sticks that only confirm how difficult it is for the rainbow family and anyone to be left alone in the 21st century. Three Bosques in their 50s are about to join, Mikkel, Raquel, and a woman who has changed her name to a Hindu dance. In the opposite direction from the camp, Hota appears. Do you know the rules, he asks? The first is not to eat meat. The girl with the Hindu dance name says that she is wearing some flour for the magic hat, that is, to share. The second and third, no alcohol and drugs, a rule that would make any Woodstock survivor convulse, according to Wikipedia, the origin of the Rainbow Family. The fourth, no technology. Only that of the Hindu dance has participated in another rainbow in India 20 years ago and has not returned because she does not know how to find out. Following the anti-technology guideline, the instructions to get there were written down in pen and with colored drawing of the place. It's all word of mouth, says Hota, although later she ends up acknowledging a mailing is also made. Goyo's cousin from Venta had already warned us that every day several of them ha take a break from the rainbow and have breakfast in the cafeteria with their laptop and a sandwich of fried eggs with peppers. Mikel is the first to meet Jorge, the cowherd, a limousine breed. There is also another shepherd with sheep and another with horses whom Jorge points to different hills. What time is the orgy? Mikel asks him, getting sick of it. Jorge snorts, I wish they would stay forever. Why? To have someone to talk to. Along the way, the woman with the name of a Hindu dance talks about Miguel Bosé and informs me about the possibility of absorbing energy, spiritually detoxifying, and cleaning the path of chi by carrying stone eggs in her vagina. One knows that it has arrived because naked men begin to appear along the shore. A Cuban and his partner, decorated with a multitude of beads, looks like the welcoming committee. They smile and give long hugs as if they had given us up for dead, and they invite us to continue toward a valley dominated by the sacred fire. One quickly realizes that marijuana prohibition must have been abolished somewhere along the way. Rather than smoking it, some appear to have been smoked or coated in it. There are couples lying on the grass embracing, guys walking on hands and doing cartwheels. The girl with the Hindu dance name is served coffee in a soup bowl. Apparently everyone has their own for everything that is ingested, but it is impersonal and transferable. 
What in Ibiza would be a normal and ordinary summer day in Beniras or Agues Blancas in the middle of La Rioja, it seems like a cannibal tribe or a lost civilization or a break from the recording of Mel Gibson's Apocalypto. After identifying ourselves as journalists, a group surrounds us and accuses us of what others have published. For a second, we appreciate the ban on eating meat. An Italian with light eyes and 300 euro sandals accuses me of being in the service of elites and multinationals. At first glance, the only one that is tolerated is Huechua. It sprinkles all over the camp like colored igloos. As they resolve crises by setting up circles, they invite us to one in which they will decide whether to let us take photos or eat us. I propose. A stick which is shaped like a micro decides the turn to speak. I skip it because a strabismus boy, dressed in boots and a sweatshirt under which his genitals protrude, begins to tell me about the raid by the civil guard which ended with almost a hundred denounced for camping and firing and the arrest of a knife that was in the kitchen and a bottle of Viagra that was in a store. Apparently, a circle had to be made to talk about erectile dysfunction, and the one with Viagra said that he neither used it nor remembered why he had it there. But Iris, for example, doesn't believe it. Then they go to a second larger circle prior to the meal, as if they blessed it, in which they sing, holding hands, several songs in different languages that sound like versions of the chorus of Love, Love by Lolita. They also dance and pray to the Pachamama, and they end with a long mantra, Om, which resounds through the valley. It's hot, and about a quarter of the circle is wearing no clothes, and the rest are hooded robes or sarongs. As soon as they tell me and the photographer where to drink and where not to piss, we feel integrated. They invite us to lunch, but we decline the offer. Here everything is natural and ecological, they explain. A deaf mute brings us a metal plate, and we are going to wash it in the area indicated. On the way back, I sit next to Mano, a French musician with dreadlocks in his hair and beard and a moon tattooed on one knee, among many other drawings. He became famous in the press for a photo in Ibiza sleeping with a friend on the roof of the van. Next to him is his girlfriend, or something like that. You come to a rainbow and you may or may not have a connection with someone, explains Mano. The girl identifies as a therapist. I teach to breathe, she adds to cover my silence. A little further on, a person from Gipuzkoa said that it took him three days to hitchhike to reach the rainbow. At some point, I raise my head and a naked man appears before me with his legs spread who seems to be about to use a black tub as a toilet. But instead, he shoves a spoon into the tub that I hadn't seen before and extracts chunks of apricot, watermelon, and orange which he places on my plate. I smile, he smiles at me, and I eat it. Mano has done a lot of rainbows. He likes it because it allows us to appreciate the very simple, very simple things. Food, nature, he emphasizes by putting his hand in the grass. And the rest of the time, sometimes there are workshops, yoga, meditation, or learning to play an instrument. Some people take turns getting up and talking. If people agree with what he says, they yell, Aho, which is what a Sioux would say. A girl with an umbrella of Tibetan prayers starts to tell something, but soon starts crying. Another hugs her from behind to calm her down, and another circle is proposed, smaller, called the heart, so each one can express their feelings. Previously, another one had been proposed to talk about the old green. Some of those who get up speak in English and are translated into Spanish in an inclusive language or exclusively female, depending on who is listening. 
Another of those who gets up tells that he wants to build a temescal, a kind of sauna with wood, blankets, and hot stones to which water is poured. And then another to explain what the runes had told him, some stones of Viking origin with sacred symbols that serve to speak with a divinity. Apparently, the runes had commissioned a lot of missions once they left the rainbow, which were between beatitudes and coaching. Some get bored. Raquel kisses with the boy who touched her next to her. Soon, a group gets up. They start playing instruments, singing and dancing while passing the magic hat in which people leave euros. If you don't have one, they don't leave until you kiss your fingertips and pretend to kiss. Soon I am leaving with another group and I meet Alberto, a man from Madrid who writes poems and draws women with three breasts and multiple heads. He says he came because he needed to relax after the latest cryptocurrency crash. Angie is German. She is 23 years old and goes around the world with her dog, a big black one named Radha, as the consort of the Hindu god Krishna. She agrees to be photographed even though she asks for money at first. And that philosophy here is bartering so as not to fall into monetary tyranny. This is her first rainbow. It's like my family, she says. Angie takes a long time to answer each question as if she had to wait for the translator for the earpiece. Then she writes me her email with a heart in the notebook. A father and son appear on horseback and attract the attention of the group as a kind of arrival of Columbus to the Indies. The Cuban's partner reports that a horse has a wounded leg and asks loudly if anyone knows about healing herbs. But the one with the horse says not to do anything, although then they stand there for several hours looking at the girls. David says he's an engineer and that he left it to travel the world and grow tomatoes. Ask the photographer to take a barefoot riding one of the horses. They let him get on, but the horse starts to run, and after a few meters, he falls. On the second try, the mess sets in. Five girls, some dressed, sprint 400 meters toward the photographer. He tells them that he is not taking pictures of them, but of David. But they respond that the camera has cut off their power with the anger of someone who has lost a Word document of 200 pages. I think about reminding them that one of them has an electric guitar tuner, but I pass. A young man covered in marijuana also runs towards the photographer and another with a tattoo on his belly of the pirouette of a paper plane. They assume the patriarchal defense of this organization created to promote world peace for meditation in remote places. First, they yell at the photographer, then they push him, then they shake him, then they try to steal his camera, which they propose to throw into the river, and finally they force him to delete all the photos. In the middle of the mess, a mother with a three-year-old child appears, crying, apparently because she does not know how to explain to her son what is happening. And finally, Carles, the vertical computer scientist, appears to apologize. In an aside, it says the photos can be recovered and offers to do so. He also says that those who have attacked the photographer will apologize and that what has happened is because of the new moon. They beg us to stay for the night, but we refuse. Farewell we receive more long naked hugs, and we appreciate the historic opportunity to have enjoyed 10 hours of no coverage. As they leave the camp, about 10 women form a circle holding hands and participate in what appears to be a shouting workshop.
superstitious Though I mock people's religions And I base most of my decisions On something that's probably fake And yes, I can admit that I'm a contradictive dingbat These things that I believe in They keep me sane for insanity's sake Well, I tell myself that everything Like all the shit that my life can bring And all the things that fucking piss me off They all happen for a reason Like when I got put on the books Got caught for the things I took Or the terrible feeling I get each year at the turning of the season I know that my outlook on being Well, it's just as strange as claiming seeing Jesus Christ transforming water into Chardonnay But I just like to keep on thinking Whoa, all the shit that keeps my life stinking Well, it also keeps making those irrational decisions That make me fade away It's working. I'm alive. I couldn't care to who mom compared. This is how I survive. Things are much better now that I'm alive. So I couldn't care to who mom compared because I'm alive. Oh, I'm alive. And I'm free. All these hateful assholes, no creativity. Just be yourself and fuck everyone else. Except the ones who love you for being yourself And they couldn't care less about anything else They love you good and they always will There's nothing that you could ever spill To them that would make them love you any less Even if you stink, got no job and you're penniless Because you've got friends like that with your fucking less So hold on to them tight Yeah, hold on to them tight Yeah, hold on to them tight and do your best uh, so this gathering, uh, you know, however things get scheduled or whatever reality is, ends on the 4th of July. And on the 4th of July, you know, what we do is we, you know, as soon as uh, morning light, we don't talk. We're just quiet. We listen. And until we all gather in the meadow in a big circle, sometimes there's a kid's parade that comes through to uh, uh, let us know when it's time to... Uh, Stop, but uh, basically we just ohm and we pray for peace. Now some people say, oh yeah, that's what I go for the fourth and the prayer for peace. In my view, this is all a prayer for peace. We are trying to make peace. Everything we do when you help your family, like who needs some help getting out of here, uh, which is why I gotta get back to the point, which is it ends on the fourth, even though these usually kind of end on the seventh. Maybe if we can all pretend that it is to the seventh, but Stay for cleanup for five, six, and seven. Everybody stay for cleanup. We can get out of here by the seventh at hippie noon. Now, if, if, that's just that's just a dream. Uh, the, so anyway, that the third the third uh, uh, public great. right exactly. Please help because it's only great if you're here. Yeah. Uh, so uh, yes, cleanup starts when you get here, uh, and uh, so but we still need help disappear in this place and what you can do to start is your own tent space try to fluff up the 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 plants there maybe if you can aerate the soil by with you know if you got a rake or if you got a uh, shovel just put some air in the soil so then uh the the seed bank that's already here can just reseed we talked to the uh rangers they don't want to, us to add any seeds 
They just want to use the bank that's here, cover it with duff, try to disappear your site. There's no magic cleanup crew that just comes after us. We are the cleanup crew. Look at your campsite before you leave and say, oh, is that how I want that to be forever? Because that's how it's going to be unless you put it on some other family. Sorry, I'm getting a little emotional here. But we it's hard being on cleanup crew. It's hard. I love then, then let's all do it together. Five, six, seven, the whole family doing cleanup. That's my dream. Inside that needle inside my vein, pumping through my brain. 
nicely, like a hot glue, icy on my Pisces, an intangible delicious that cannot be tasted, face it, for another sense that will not waste it, and it makes sense to embrace it, cause there's no time for disgust when it's a quarter past lust, half a mile from bust, and so deep in the delta you're practically in the Nile, so fast on the fuse might as well be in denial, but you know it. Like a stoner, you grow it. Like a stone, you throw it. And almost stoned, I blow it. Not the first thing, blown, grown, or stoned today. We've been naked and naked since dusk, moaning and groaning since dawn. And we'd be in a musky lawn if we could do it in public. We'd probably get published. Hell, we'd even do it in rubbish, because we're dirty, flirty, and nerdy. Like a birdie or a dove? Speaking of, I gotta go, so peace and love. All right, guys, uh, freestyle poetry. I take words from the audience and I try to weave them into something. So I need four words from four people. Three. Give me one. Love. Love. Rainbow. Rainbow. Three. Trip and three. Rattlesnake. No, that's too many words. Green. Love, rainbow, trip, three, rattlesnake. Yes. Come to the woods, it's camping, she said, and I thought, hey, why not? Of course, she conveniently forgot to tell me, uh, there are no bathrooms or showers. <laughs> if I knew that I'd be walking around for days and hours bathed in my own sweat, I'd tell her, uh, forget about it, not happening, because I'm a city girl. Sort of. And then when I was on the WhatsApp chat and I read that there are rattlesnakes, I turned to her with anger in my eyes and said, Oh, give me a break. Why can't you just be honest with me for like once? I'm not even wearing the proper shoes. She said, Dude, it's all right. We'll go to Walmart and find something for you to wear. Next thing I know, I'm standing downhill, bare toes in the mud, thinking, God, I hope I make it out alive. I guess a day later, I find myself in a kitchen watching as my OCD self is trying not to organize the spices on the shelf, trying not to cringe as I watch a piece of wood stuck in a pot used as a ladle. Honestly, if I were an infant in the cradle, I would be screaming in agony. But hey, it's rainbow, and with all the love you see and all the humanity and all the unity, sometimes you need to try to take a step back. Not to control the chaos, not to think twice, definitely not to think about ticks or lice. <laughs> Try not to think, I can't do this, I'm a quitter, the second they hand you a shovel and say, hey, make your way to the shit. <laughs> uh... 
at night when it started to rain, I couldn't explain to myself why I was torn between desperately wanting to flee and trying to stay put, trying to find within myself a strength I never knew that I could have, and thinking to myself, hey, this isn't so bad. I didn't know I had it in me to stay alone in a tent in the dark. But the thing about places like Rainbow is that you discover more about yourself than you knew you could. You discover that you do things you never thought you could or should or would want to do. The thing I found in this gathering is that it doesn't matter your belonging, whether you're Christian, Buddhist, Muslim, or Jew, it doesn't matter where you come from or where you're heading to. All that matters is that you want to give and to love, whether you're coming from up, down, side, left, right, up, above. The moment they extend a hand and say, hey, you're here to learn, we're here to teach, and they show you, they show you a path, they give you a guide. All you gotta do is close your eyes, take a breath, look deep inside and find that you can do it, even if you thought you could not. That maybe there are some things you left behind that you thought you forgot, but maybe if you look, you'll find that there's a deep strength that exists inside. I came upon a child of God. He was walking along the road. And I asked him, where are you going? And this is what he told me. I said, I'm going on down to Yasker's farm. Gonna join in a rock and roll band. I'm gonna camp out on the land. Gonna try and get my soul free. We have stardust. We are golden. And we've got to Back to the God.